Welcome to Inside 8101, a conversation about preparing students for the world beyond high school. I'm Mike Brennan, president of Holy Family Catholic High School, and I am excited for our second episode of Inside 8101 podcast, as I have two special guests that I know you'll enjoy. You know, while many of our podcasts will focus on broader issues facing all high school students, today we're going to be focusing specifically on how we are preparing our students from the day that they enter Holy Family for the world that awaits them the day they graduate. We're going to talk about, a, and specifically here, a, a new program that we call Canvas. And uh, to help explain this is our principal, Kathy Brown, and our assistant principal, John Doles. It's great to have you both, and welcome to our podcast. So maybe we could just dive right into this, guys. <clears throat> Kathy, you know, you've just begun your 20th year here at Holy Family, and you've announced that it's your last. So first, I want to thank you for all that you've done to grow our school. Um, I'm still a newbie here, I think, and I absolutely love it. And I'm nothing but honored and feel privileged um, to be carrying on your tradition and, and the legacy that you've left. That's here. very fulfilling right away. <laughs> um, it's an amazing place. Um, and, and, you know, what, what continues to impress me, um, Kathy, and specifically, is your continued focus on students. You have this unrelenting... Um, uh, passion for ensuring every student gets what they need. Not necessarily what they want. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but what they what need. They and then, of course, creating a school that's going to prepare them not just academically, but, but holistically as a whole person. And, and so let's um, dive right into Canvas. Mm -hmm. And what, what does the word even mean? I love the word because, first of all, it's not an acronym. There are way too many letters to remember uh, to figure out what, uh, what that might mean. But a canvas for us is a symbolic vehicle for the unique creation that is each of our lives. Uh, we work, we play, we think with students, and as we do that, they add elements and aspects, details to their individual canvases. And an added benefit is that every adult involved in this program, and truly every adult in this building is involved, uh, they get to create their own sets of goals and paint mm -hmm. their own canvases as well because we can't help but design our lives together because we're so intimately involved in each other's worlds. Um, so so let, me, let me just, uh, being someone who is involved um, personally in the, uh, the, the, the creation of this program, mm -hmm. Um, I probably didn't contribute nearly as much as you guys, um, but can you can you walk me through maybe some of the the other names that we came up with? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It started out as base camp. Base camp, right? Like, but that's been used. You can imagine like warming up to the fire in your base camp, right? Or putting on your military boots. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> then we decided to get like like uh, chic, like oh, let's go Latin. Yes, we were very sophisticated for a while and um, realized that <laughs> you don't... couldn't pronounce it. And we couldn't pronounce it. It was it via, via or via. Or and so ultimately, Canvas just kept surfacing, kept coming back up to the top. And I think eventually we just decided to embrace it. And here we are, painting our canvases. Because it's such a beautiful metaphor, right? Like blank canvas. I mean, they don't come... Students don't come to us as blank canvases. They've started the picture, mm -hmm. but... But certainly they're painting who they are going to become. 
in high school. So it's such a great metaphor. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the voice of John Doles here. Um, John, can you tell us how long you've actually been at Holy Family and, and what it is that you do here? <laughs> Start of my 14th year. Uh, I'm the assistant principal. Uh, I have worn many hats throughout my 14 years. I, uh, I, I used to do a lot of um, campus ministry work, but uh, as, as you made me work harder in my assistant principal role, I haven't been able to do as much campus ministry as I was used to uh, doing in my early years. Um, so I've been I'm a 14 slave years. driver, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> That's a podcast on its own. <laughs> <laughs> John, from from your experience, uh, <clears throat> uh, going back, heading back to uh, to uh, this conversation about Canvas, um, do you think Canvas is going to be a game changer uh, for Holy Family and in particular Holy Family students in the way that they're developed? Well, I, I do. I think it's um, I think it's everything good about education. Mm-hmm. So even in, I don't know how much of the backstory uh, you want to know, but. But why, don't, were, why, don't, why don't we start there? Okay, so there was uh, uh, several groups of, of faculty that got together in these um, task forces, and, um, and they worked pretty hard to uh, to look at the, the programs that we do at Holy Family uh, and ask, are they good? Should we keep them? And where are the holes? And at the end of these task forces, they came up with, six gazillion ideas of things that were doing great and things that we could do better. And then they sort of gave them over to, to, to the leadership team and said, all right, what are you going to do with it now? Um, and we sat down and we're like, there is no way we can make this, all these things happen. They're all great ideas. Um, but there's no way that to, to make them all fit in, in one school year, let alone five school years, whatever the case may be. Can I, and just to uh, quickly interrupt, the these task forces, they yeah. came out of the strategic plan, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we sat down and we started looking at the, um, the recommendations. And instead of um, throwing our hands in the air going, this is just too much, what we started to see were some themes that, that worked together. Hmm. And... Um, and we thought we might be crazy, but maybe we could make all these things happen. And that's kind of the um, where Canvas was born, was the idea that all these different ideas that we have to make, to make this a better place and to, to serve our students better can be done if we have the right platform to do it. And, um, and that's where Canvas. So really, in. this isn't a, a replacement of or a substitution for anything in particular. It's, no. it's an entirely new program that is the synthesis of all of these or many of these different recommendations that came from all of these various task forces. Doing things to, to better our students, to, to serve our students in a better, more purposeful way. But what I'm also hearing is it's optimizing time. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, so just being more strategic about how we mm-hmm. execute these processes. It's great to have ideas, but unless mm-hmm. you provide the time to to create them and to sustain them, they're going to go in a book on a shelf and, and we're done. So it was about time, it was integration, it was synthesis, it was all those high-level pieces that we tell kids they should do all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the adults had to own it this time. In a super practical way. So every Thursday, we have a, a special schedule. Um, in that schedule we, is Canvas, what, what we're going to do that week for Canvas. And all of those 
things, right? Mm-hmm. All of those experiences are, in fact, contributing to one's painting of their characters. Correct. Absolutely. Um, so, Kathy, you just mentioned the word integration. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can talk a little bit here about just what it is that's being integrated. integrated. <laughs> oh, so many things. So all the task force ideas... There were patterns we could see, and and those needed to be integrated. And then we had this wild epiphany at some point that when we started to try to categorize, because, Mike, you're a categorizer. I like boxes. You like boxes. And I think part of my job in in your world is is to push those boxes out a little bit. And so what we came up with was the idea that, oh, my gosh, the boxes already existed. We didn't have to create more. Um, the boxes were our pillars. So faith, integrity, scholarship, and leadership, the values on which we ground everything we do here, totally encompassed all of these ideas from the task forces. And what we saw then was that if we went by grade level and took a pillar for each grade level, we could intentionally and completely explore the idea of faith, of Uh, why we're in community, which is what the freshmen do. They understand community as a dynamic of relationships, um, and and their important uh, piece of of keeping that community secure. Uh, Sophomores look at the very, very difficult concept of integrity. So what does it mean to be honest, to be trustworthy, uh, to serve the common good? What is justice? All those things. And so sophomore year, we predicate the whole character development dynamic. Mm. Um, And then we look at the juniors who are finally old enough to say, oh my gosh, I have strengths, or maybe I need some more. (laughs) And uh, their, their role is to look at the importance of establishing a very, very solid knowledge base, and then um, I think more importantly, learning how to learn, because they're going to have to be lifelong learning, learners. Um, they need to know how to discern truth from fiction. All of those things that will take them uh, safely out of high school into whatever they do later. And seniors, seniors focus on vocation. And that can be a scary word, because there's not a straight path to discerning vocation. Our vocations change throughout our lives. Uh, We don't get hit by the lightning bolt that says, here is what you should be doing for the rest of your life. And so seniors get to struggle with that a little bit, and the adults with them. Um, But we give them the time to just wonder at the value of their lives today and the wonder that they're going to be tomorrow. Uh, What am I called to do? And boy, when am I going to be called to do it? (laughs) Can you just pause there for a second? Uh, If you're interested in Holy Family, come see for yourself. To schedule a tour, visit our website or give us a call. I think one of the things that um, I I saw as a, well, I actually think is quite remarkable, the, the timeline from conception and ideation to actually, you know, implementation and execution of this has been relatively short. And, you know, tip- or, you know according to typical program implementation <laughs> standards in, in schools, um, how, did that, how did that happen? 
What you made us. What, 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 oh, <laughs> just, you know, we sprinkled some magic fairy dust right. on the See, folks, ideas. this is what I deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> and he loves it. He's smiling. Yeah, over donuts and, and uh, bowls of... I just think it's really important for our listeners to, to know that these things don't just happen right. overnight. Right. Um, and that there's a tremendous amount of... Um, time and thoughts and struggle, yeah. right? Um, that that goes into the development and ultimately the implementation of, of any type of program. Um, what do you think of the hours? Perhaps you just just. I'm, I guess I'm just wondering if you can offer some reflections on the experience. Well, I would say um, so, some people think summers are your your time away. <laughs> oh, you work during the summer? That's my favorite. <laughs> right? Uh, I think I've worked harder this summer than uh, than many others. But but I think that um, it, it, it the process is kind of interesting because you put all these thoughts on paper, right? And you say, here's how they all connect. Um, oh, here's how faith and leadership and and integrity and scholarship. Yep, we've got it. And then, and then you put a schedule together, and you think we're done, right? Like, here's the schedule. Well, we got to be done, but but you're not because somebody has to plan each of those things that we put on paper. So well, let's go back even farther. There were at least two times when we shook hands and said, "This is it." We went home, maybe <laughs> foolishly slept, <laughs> spent some time with our families, and came back the next morning saying, what were we thinking? Oh, my gosh. We, what a dumb yeah. idea. <laughs> so, so sometimes you can spend too much time uh-huh. pursuing right. you know, a, a focus. Yeah, I feel like I got to know you guys really well this summer. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. spent a lot of time together. We did. But ultimately, it's because of that <clears throat> flexibility and that comfort and familiarity mm-hmm. Um that allows us to, to take ideas that were sacred one day mm-hmm. yeah, and say, I just spun this one on its head right. and it, it can't, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we did that. it to each other and nobody's well, feelings got hurt. Exactly, right? exactly. Well, I think that's yeah. the beauty of team. We've yeah. got a great team here. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, you know, Melissa Livermore and, and Nick Tibizar were also a, a part of this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point, too, we invited a, uh, a group of, of, of teachers to come in and shoot holes in this, um, you know, so that we can make adjustments right. so that they could reveal those things that we weren't thinking about already. Um, and, well, and I think that was the, the magic of this summer was when we finally settled on on canvas although we didn't call it canvas when we settled on what it was every one of us shook our head that was a game day decision this this is it like this is the program this is right and and there was when we went home and and put our heads down we didn't wake up at three in the morning saying what are we doing we we just this was right and so we were able to bring those teachers in and they looked at it and said this is really Good. I think they were surprised. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kathy, uh, one, of, one of the, uh, I think, the, the neatest things that comes out of this program um, is, is the fact that every student will be creating a, a personal leadership profile um, that will be following them mm-hmm. over the next four years. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the importance of that profile and how we're um, what, what its purpose is and, and how it's intending to be used. Sure. Uh, first of all, we're taught to be a very humble people. <clears throat> and so when we're asked uh, 
about our accomplishments or, or what do we do well, we hesitate. Uh, so a leadership profile for us is now going to be a record of events, uh, accomplished goals, interests that exist for a couple of reasons. So first, it's a backup to our memories. I may have played volleyball as a freshman. I didn't. Uh, but, um, but that memory might have been eclipsed by uh, three later years in robotics, right? But playing volleyball one year may have developed something in me. So now I've got a memory of that. Second, the profile offers an insight into the choices and patterns of our lives. Uh, I work with students often about their most important possessions or uh, things they've done. And, and it's neat to see patterns and they go, oh my gosh, I see I have a tendency toward this or the other thing. Um, and my passion may come from designing that functional robot and not scoring athletic points, but I might not see that until it's in front of me. Hmm. And then last, um, the profile is a foundation of a professional or perhaps um, college application. So as we, we keep adding these goals and how we're accomplishing them, I have this ready-made piece um, of documentation that can turn into a resume that should lessen my time, my angst as a senior. Um, and then I think lastly, our teachers and staff advisors review these profiles. And now you have... Um, a meeting of the minds, adults and kids, and often do kids get to really talk to adults that don't have grades over their heads. Um, and over four years, a life in conscious process is being developed because we have all the right people in place, mm -hmm. the kids and the adults. Can, speaking of the adults, um, can you speak a little bit uh, to the fact that literally every adult in this building is involved in Canvas in mm -hmm. some type of way? Um, what's the um, what's the thought process behind that? I think that's one of those that we really had to kick around a mm -hmm. little bit. Because yeah. I think it's really unique. It's very unique and it's very <clears throat> important and we haven't always accomplished that uh, in other ways. But uh, teachers feel more comfortable, mm -hmm. right? Because they're used to kids in their classrooms and they're, they're used to classroom management and leading discussions. But we asked staff members, people who don't live with kids all the time uh, or take their papers home or, or deal with I don't want to do this. Um, these are the people that in our experience I think have put the most into this process because mm -hmm. they are a little anxious and so they're doing their homework and how can I do this better and they're talking to other teachers. Um, that's been really important because every single adult in this building has something to offer our kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's it's career or, or faith-based, it, it doesn't even matter. Our adults are, are here because they were called to be at this school. So then they're called to do what's best for our kids. And I think our kids appreciate that. And I also think one of the things, I'm not sure we mentioned this before, but when we get into these these groups, so each, each faculty staff member has about 10, right? Mm -hmm. About 10 um, people in their uh, group. Um, they stay with them for four years. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about that relationship after four years. Um, you know, now you have another adult in the building that you can trust, that you can do, go to if you need something. Um, and it doesn't, it's not always a teacher that you feel the most comfortable or the, a counselor that you feel the most comfortable with. Um, we're giving uh, purposeful relationships with, with students to a, to a one individual teacher that can develop and grow over four years. 
Yeah, I think this really contributes to, especially for those non-teachers, right? Those mm -hmm. non-faculty members, it really contributes to a sense of mission awareness. It's really easy yes. to disconnect yourself. Um, it happens to me at times too, oh. you know, disconnect yourself from um, the life of the school. That life is the students, right? Um, and I, mean, I think about when, you know, the nature of a school building during the summer Oh. It's all right. <laughs> For a week, it's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get all this. Oh, well, there's quiet. <laughs> and then there's. And then it's so quiet. empty. And yeah. There's no it, energy. It, you know the 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 dangers of of getting wrapped up in mm -hmm. in your work can oftentimes be a disconnect with um, an awareness of mission. And this program, um, you know, I know that. I guess I'll just say this: is as much as it is directed and intended at, at student development and student growth. The, the focus on relationship is development for me, too. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Growth for me, too. Right. Um, can, can we um, dig into a few of the specifics sure. with respect to the way that the program's organized? Yeah, I can, think... Kathy um, walked us through the scope and sequence. Right, so. right. So um, there's a couple of different ways that we can do it, but I, I think there are some, some cool things that have been developed. Um, you know, Kathy talked about the scope and sequence. Like freshmen... Um, year, they just want to know that, that people like them and that they're a part of something. And so um, when we do uh, actual lessons, those lessons are focused on building that community. And then sophomore year... John, John how many of our, our freshmen, how many, how many schools are represented, elementary or middle schools well, are represented in our freshman class? 40, 45. 40, I think. 40, okay. 45. Okay. Um, I believe. But you guys could correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I do think it's 44 different middle schools. Uh, That's incredible. Yeah. It, so so they need to feel a part of, of something yeah. bigger. Um, so then sophomore year, it's that year where they get their license and, and all of a sudden they get freedom! <laughs> um, but they have to remember <clears throat> that... that they're called to something higher. And so that integrity piece really comes out. So lessons are built around um, what kind of choices are you going to make and being able to talk so about So that's those. where that integrity pillar yeah. Mm -hmm. points. Yeah. Okay. And, and for students to be able to talk about that in a really comfortable, small setting um, is great. And then junior year, they're all thinking a lot about what's next uh, college. So um, we do purposefully um, help them with the college process, bring in speakers to help them realize that, um, you know, every college isn't for you, you know, in, in, in helping write the essays and um, doing some specific things to, to help them choose the right college for themselves. And then senior year is really awesome. Um, I, I think it's pretty exciting. They're going to actually um, have time to look at uh, jobs so we're going to have industry people from the industry come in and, and talk to them and then they're going to get to apply to different different jobs and, and they'll have to research and, mm -hmm. um, and then and then have interviews one-on-one -on -one interviews with people from from different um, businesses and nonprofits and it's awesome like what what a what a prep sure so 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 I've, I've heard a lot of um very practical life oriented 
type of um, education or experiences that are being offered. Um, certainly character development, you know, with a focus on the pillar of integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we see faith interwoven throughout throughout Canvas? It's a great question. Um, is it that's, what, that's why I asked it, John. Somebody must have prompted you. <laughs> no. Time to separate. <laughs> um, so it, it also gives us a, the time, right? We talk about needing time um, to expose our students to our new chaplain, Father Jengdahl, mm-hmm. um, for chaplain chats. Uh, we'll also um, purposefully put things like masses when we can, uh, all school masses, um, retreats mm-hmm. uh, and, and reconciliation and, and some sacramental things on those days uh, because it does weave in with mm-hmm. our other pillars. So it's a great time to uh, weave our faith as well. So how, how are we considering um, measuring the success of this program? Um, I know that we can certainly consider you know, these metrics and those metrics, but ultimately what's most important, of course, is impact, mm-hmm. right? And so, so how are we, what are we looking for um, in terms of evidence to see this as a success? Well, one of the things that concerns me more is the increase in anxiety and stress and depression in young people. Mm-hmm. If we are carving out intentional time, weekly time, for taking some deep breaths and reminding our students that they are capable, and that we are their advocates, wherever they are in their journeys, that has to impact that level of anxiety, that that need for kids to run away rather than confront challenges. Um, This is a generation that needs more support, and it's not enabling support, it's support so they can learn coping skills. So my hope would be at its best, Canvas will show students that they are created for something wonderful, Mm -hmm. and if we take the time to embrace that, rather than worrying about future successes, um, will help them develop the patience they need in their lives. Um, They can live into their lives. They don't have to have all their decisions made today. Mm -hmm. And and I'd love to be that counter-cultural and allow kids that freedom to live their own lives in in the pace, at the pace at which they were intended to live in. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, And I think in some real practical ways, I think we have to realize that this is our first go at it this year, and so we need to solicit feedback from, from our faculty, from our students most importantly, uh, maybe even our parents to say, well, what, what was beneficial for you? What, what could we have done better? Uh, I think that feedback is super important um, in evaluating the success of the program. And, and then actually... Right, making, making yeah, that change, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Our alumni like us, too, by and large. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we haven't just extended that um, family idea, mm-hmm. that if they really are more connected because of this program, we'll see more of our alumni coming back and saying hi, or did you know what I'm doing now, and being really proud of, of being part Could of this. Could we possibly have more alumni come back? I mean, <laughs> think, look at about, about Thanksgiving time. Christmas. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas but like, really, this this program through a lot of the speaker sessions, and I mean, I, I, could, I, could, I could envision um, a lot of intentional alumni um, Participation sure. uh, in and through the program of Canvas alone, yeah. um, not just as a result of 
you know. Yeah, we talk about family. Maybe <clears throat> this allows us to live it a little more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so so wrap or, or rather look into your crystal ball here. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see Canvas contributing to each student's personal success? Boy, I I mean I think it goes back to to Kathy's kind of a loaded Kathy's question. point, right? Like. We see um, students feeling more connected. We, uh, we see students feeling less stress, um, knowing that everyone has a place in the family. You know, um, maybe it is, uh, I don't know. I, I would love to, to say that it's less absentee students. It's less students needing the mental breaks outside of school. Mm. Um, Helping students make better decisions. Sometimes it's it's the um, intangible yeah. things that we're hard not, to quantify. Yeah, mm-hmm. hard to quantify. Um, but I think that that this is a game changer. I mean, just to be able to know that at least when I go into the school building, whether it is a teacher, a faculty, staff member, um, that that this person cares about me and knows me intimately over four years and knows how I've grown. Like that's important. Yeah. Isn't it true that, um, it's really the emotional experiences Mm -hmm. that we remember. Um, Of course. When was the last history test? Exactly. You know, the score of a game. uh, Mm -hmm. No, no. Ultimately it's, it's, um, we remember how others made us feel. Mm-hmm. That I think is most important. But let's go back to Canvas, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if the name matters, then I think we have to have this understanding, ultimately, when, when we leave here, that we're all unique pieces of art. Mm-hmm. Right? And that that art can transform uh, to something God only can anticipate, mm-hmm. but we're still practicing or playing with. And, um, and that's a real comfort and joy, I would think. Mm-hmm. In, in accepting that it, it's not a complete... That we're not complete. We're yes, never complete. We're not. We're, never we're not. Right. Well, do you have any, uh, maybe some final thoughts on the program? We were so good. You and I, like, oh my were What a team. Yeah. would be amazing? I know. How, who's going to beat this podcast? <laughs> well, we're going to wrap <laughs> up now, <laughs> folks. <clears throat> uh, Kathy, John, thank you both so much for sharing the story behind Canvas today. Uh, parents, if you want to know more, if you got questions, um, guys, how should they get a hold of you? They should call Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) Brown kid at Beautiful. All right. And thank you all for joining us here at Inside 8101. As I said, after our first episode, uh, we want to hear from you. So if you have a suggestion for a future topic, please reach out. Uh, My email is brennanm at hfchf.com. Excuse me, yes. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> just call Kathy. Right, yeah, that's just, there you go. All right. Folks, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave your comments. You can find us on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify, and yes, even Holy Family's website. Until then, live Jesus in our hearts. <laughs>